Hello and welcome. This is Raven Kushner of Raven's Fine Art. Today we're going to be talking about big money energy from Ryan Sirhan's book of the same name. So what is big money energy? How do you get it? And why would you need that as a professional creative? Well, let's talk about it right here and right now. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Raven Kushner from Raven's Fine Art. I am a fine art oil painter, and I love to paint unexpected and underappreciated beauty. So today I wanted to talk about a book I'm currently reading. Um, it's called Big Money Energy by Ryan Serhant. He is uh, one of the most popular members of the reality show, and I don't know if it's actually still on because I didn't actually watch the show, um, but it's called Million Dollar Listing New York, and he's a real estate broker in New York. So he was recruited to that show back in the day, I don't know how many years ago it's been now, and became one of the most well-known and, and prosperous brokers uh, in the country if not the world, I'm not sure. But in any case, he wrote a book called Big Money Energy, and I heard it from another video on YouTube and thought I'd check it out. And it's so good that I wanted to share it with you all. Now you may be thinking, well, as a creative, you know, what difference does that make? <laughs> I'm an artist, I'm a painter, I'm a sculptor, um, I'm an entrepreneur of some other kind, what do I need to know about this? Well, I believe that the reason why we need to know about energy is because energy is the foundation of everything that we do. So whether you're an entrepreneur or not, if you're a stay-at-home mom, your energy is the foundation of your upbringing, your child, and your, your marriage, and your whole household. So we can't underestimate the importance of energy. And when you're talking about big money energy, I think we kind of all instinctively know what that is. There are some people that have it and a lot of us don't have it. So if you don't have it, it behooves you to learn how to get it. So in any case, I started reading the book with an open mind. Sometimes you read these kind of books and they don't mean a whole lot or they don't, um, uh, they don't make, make much of a difference perhaps in your life. But this book I think is really good. So. Um, first of all, art and real estate do have some similarities. Uh, art, just like real estate, is a scarce object. The reason why art can be so expensive is because it's one of a kind. Even if you make a print, there's only so many prints that you're going to have, um, and especially if you're doing limited editions. But the more rare and um, unique something is, the more expensive it is. And when it comes to real estate, yes, there's a house on every corner, but at the same time, there's only so much land. So that in and of itself is why it keeps becoming more expensive year after year, usually, uh, because the population grows, but the land stays the same. So with art, you know, we're creating unique and precious objects. Um, just like real estate, you know, Ryan Serhant deals with expensive New York real estate. And if you're an artist, I mean, art of all kinds is a luxury item. You don't need it. So whether you're making, you know, posters or whether you're making, you know, huge five foot by five foot, you know, oil paintings, um, it's a luxury good. So, and the, the more high quality it is, just like with real estate, the more expensive it's gonna be. Um, and then thirdly, 
um, it's considered an asset. So art, just like real estate, is considered an asset. So if you are an artist, you need to you need to really keep good records of your artwork because those are assets, and in the in the event of your death, can be sold off for profit. So not that we're not dealing with that right now, but it's just important to keep in mind art is an asset. So real estate and art do have these things in common. So I think the book is relevant for that and many other reasons. Um, and also art is a business. If you're in it as something beyond a hobby, um, you're in it as a business. And so just like any other business, um, businesses are about people. So when you're doing business with somebody, they do business with you because, or you do business with, with someone else because you like and trust them. So um, it behooves you to learn how to become the kind of person who is likable and trustworthy. Um, and as humans, we have basically learned to subconsciously evaluate each other. Um, humans are really our only other predator. I mean, if you're living in the wild, obviously there's wild animals, but wild animals generally, you know, even in caveman days, they don't really go looking for humans. Uh, humans are to be avoided, <laughs> even by other humans. So we are each other's predators. So that's how we've evolved to learn how to size each other up quickly, because that can mean, you know, life or death. It can, you know, spell your ability to mate and pass on your genes or die at the hands of another human being. So we subconsciously evaluate each other, and that goes on all the time, especially in business, because you're potentially trading a very valuable asset, your money, for some other asset. So if you're going to do that, you need to be able to size up that other person and decide, is that somebody that you want to do this interaction with? Um, so the way to develop big money energy is what I'm learning about in this book, and I'm not done yet. I'm about a third of the way through. Um, but one, one example that he gave really stuck with me, and that's what I want to talk about. He gave the example of, now when he was starting out, he wasn't always this high-powered real estate guy. He came from a fairly average background from what he's described, not poor, not rich. Um, he had a lot of self-esteem issues, um, didn't really believe in himself. He got into real estate because his preferred career acting wasn't working out. So he got his real estate license like so many other people do, and he had to make it work because he didn't want to go home. He didn't want to depend on his parents to support him, so he had to make this work. So he was getting low rent, you know, um, rentals and things of this nature, you know, cheap properties, leases, you know, things that were not really paying his bills very well. And I think as artists, you can kind of relate if you're a new entrepreneur or an artist or creative of some kind, generally you start off on the low rent side. You know, you're making little things, selling them here and there, if that. You don't really believe in yourself very much. Um, and people can feel it and they smell it, they sense it. <laughs> so he was in this boat. So his first big client was someone who called him out of the blue, like as a fluke. Uh, someone from China, I believe she was, um, who wanted to purchase real estate in New York for her unborn child, of all things. So this is someone with big money. She had $2 million plus to spend. And for him, this was the holy grail. I mean, he'd never had a seven-figure client at all. So, you know, obviously he's selling himself, but he's also nervous because he's not done this before. So 
One thing that I really love that he did, and he didn't spend a lot of time talking about this, but for me, this was really, really important. So he researched everything. He knew she was come flying in from China, hadn't been to New York or whatever. He learned everything about the neighborhood that she was looking at. He stopped to have a cup of coffee, got to know the uh, person who worked there so that he would have a rapport if they needed to stop there. I mean, he was prepared for any and every contingency. And he was nervous. He lost sleep, obviously, the night before. But when he met her, he was no longer nervous. And what I love about that is that the reason why he was no longer nervous is because he had done so much preparation. So for me, big money energy, like, yes, there's different kind of woo-woo things you can do, such as affirmations and journaling and pumping yourself up and listening to, you know, tapes, CDs, you know, videos, whatever. I do all that stuff. But for me, the really the way to develop big money energy is to be prepared. And that means prepared in your, whatever it is you do, prepared in your business. So if you're a painter, that means that you have spent the time and the energy perfecting your craft. If you're a sculptor, that means you know everything there is to know about sculpting. Now, obviously your knowledge increases over the years, but when you have a handle on your craft, that gives you a certain level of confidence that can't be faked, that can't be affirmed away, that can't be, you can watch all the videos you want to and think positively all you want to, but if you're unprepared, you really have no right to have big money energy because you're basically trying to trick the other person into thinking that you're a professional. If you're a professional, then you know what you're doing. And so I think that the really the way to start creating big money energy, and by big money energy, I mean the kind of, the kind of confidence, the kind of self-assurance the kind of I know that I know that I know energy that attracts money, you have to be prepared. And so you have to take yourself seriously. So too many creatives, I believe, rely on their talent. They've always been told that they're good um, at drawing or good at painting or whatever it is that they do. And so they're kind of relying on that but they really don't know a whole lot about their craft. They don't really know how to answer questions about their art. Why are you making art? Why are you an artist? What does your art mean? How did you go about creating this? Where do you get your ideas from? And even if no one ever asks you these questions, if you know the answer to them, just like how Ryan knew every street on the block that his client was looking for, if you know the answers to those questions, then you're not gonna be tripped up. You're not gonna feel like an imposter because you know you're a professional. You get up every day and, and you do your craft. You don't paint whenever you feel like it and, and call yourself a professional. You paint every day. Every day you're working on something in your business. Every day you're creating something. Every day you're working on it. Every day you're learning about other artists and other art influences. Every day you're forging your connections with other artists. You're building your network. If you're gonna be a professional, then be a professional. And you're gonna have big money energy if you walk in there prepared. So I just wanted to share that with you all. If you're trying to build your business and you're trying to go from an amateur to a professional and, and you wanna raise your energy so that you can attract the kind of money that you really wanna make, then start there. Start with preparation.
Start with knowing your craft. Start with working on it every single day. If somebody asks you something about your field, you shouldn't hesitate. You know that you know that you know. So anyway, as I go on with this book, I'm going to share other points and tips that I get from it. I'm assuming it's a good book because it's awesome so far. It's amazing. It's paced well. It's humorous. Um, and the guy can really write. I mean, he wanted to be an actor. He's a real estate agent, but he's a good writer. <laughs> so, and I don't say that lightly. I have an English degree, so I know good and bad writing. I think because he's writing from his heart and he's writing about his experiences and he's not preaching. He's just telling his story. So again, the money, the, the book is Big Money Energy by Ryan Serhant. Read it along with me if you want. Or just tune in next time when I talk about the rest of the book. All right. Have a beautiful day. Be a professional. Have big money energy. Check out my website, ravensfineart.com. It's up now. Um, I'm really excited about it. I'm going to be adding to it. It's raggedy right now because it's new. Um, but I'll be working on that over the coming weeks. So have a beautiful day and I will see you next week. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.